Thank you, everyone, for coming today's uh, podcast of AA Big Book Reading. We'll be reading starting at page 86. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Uh, let's go ahead and say the uh, set-aside prayer just in case. Lord, I set aside everything I think I know about you, about this program, my fellow man, and myself for a fresh new revelation and a new day to be of better service to you, my fellow man, and myself with this program. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Page 86, would you please start us off? Sure. Yeah. On awakening, we think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day before we begin. We ask God to direct our thinking, especially after him, that he divorces from self-hating, dishonest, and self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with insurance. For after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when we when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. And think about our day we face in this vision, we may not be able to determine which course to take. Here's what we ask God for inspiration, a tool of thought or decision. We uh, <clears throat> we relax, we take it easy. We don't struggle, we're not, we're, we are often surprised how the right answers come after we try this for a while. Amen. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and have just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of absurd action and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. <clears throat> We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be, <clears throat> that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time and time Doing that and it doesn't work, you can easily see why. Yes. If circumstances more, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to a religious domination which requires a defined morning devotion, we attend that also. If not members of a religious body, we sometimes memorize and select a few set prayers which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books out there also. A suggestion of these may be obtained by from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they have to offer. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful. We ask for the right decision or thought, or the right thought or, or action. We take, we constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show. Humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, "With that will be done." We are in muchless danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. We may, when we become much more efficient, we do not tire so easily. We're not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we try to arrange our lives to ourselves. 
It works. It really does. Amen. Let's turn to page 416, please. 416. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue. That I've been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I, I had not been aware of the compulsion at that time. And that sobriety was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had. I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for seven months, tapering off alcohol and not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange as it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts. And it's all right with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not had a single compulsion to drink. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. What I'm disturbed is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. <clears throat> I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment. Shit, I lost my place. Okay, nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world, I would say. Until I accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept my life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world, but what needs to be changed in me and my attitude. Shakespeare said, all the world of stage and all the men and women are really players. He forgot to mention I'm a true critic. And I was always able to see the flaw in every person and in every situation. And I was always glad to point out. Because I knew he wanted perfection, just as I did. AA and acceptance has taught me that there is a bit of good in all the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us. And that we are all children of God and we each have the right to be here. When I complain about you, when I complain about me or about you, I'm complaining about God's handiwork. I'm saying I know better than God. For years, I was sure that the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's good for me, and if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I am better off. I don't give advice. Don't figure I know what's best and just accept life on life terms as it is today especially my own life as it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by my intentions while the world was judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It is though AA has given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years. Prior to our marriage, when she was a shy, scrawny adolescent, I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift of being easy to talk to, a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was if I had, rather than a Midas touch, which turned everything to gold. A magnifying mind that magnified whatever it focused on. Over the years, as I thought about Max and her good qualities grew and grew, 
and we married. And all these qualities became more and more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. But then as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my life, I began to see our defects. And the more I focused my mind on our defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I put out to her came greater and greater. Every time I closed, she was nothing. She reduced a little bit more into nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day at AA, I was told that I had my lens on my glasses backwards and the courage to change and the serenity for men now that I should change my marriage rather than I should change myself and learn to accept my spouse as she was. And AA has given me a new pair of glasses and I can then focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow and grow and grow. Amen. Uh, why, am I, why am I lost? <laughs> oh, I can do the same thing with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on his defects, long, late stars, long drunkalogs, cigarette smoke, the worse the meeting becomes. But when I tr try to see what I can add to the meeting rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it, Rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on the problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Page 420, please. Perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rights try to move in and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety, and when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than, than on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. Pass. This is the key to my relationship with God. I never just sit around and do nothing while waiting for him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do what's there in front of me and I need to be done and I get the results up to him. However that turns out, that's God's will for me. I must keep my imaginified mind on, on my acceptance and off my expectations for my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Thank God for AA. Page 552, please. 552. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for the person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will pray for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, you will be free, even when you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to mean it and you want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. Pass. It worked for me then and worked for me many times since. It worked for me every time I'm willing to work it. So don't I have to ask for the willingness, but it too, always too comes. Because it works for me, it'll work for all of us. And another great man says, 
The only real freedom a human being could ever know is doing what it wants to do because it wants to do it. Great experience has released me from the bodies of hatred and replaced it with love. It's really just another permutation of the truth I know. I get everything I need to in alcohol's anonymous and everything I need I get. And when I get what I need, I, <laughs> I need, I verbally find that it's just what I wanted all the time. Amen. Perfect. All right, let's go ahead and turn to page 100 and page 83. I'll go ahead and read 100, Rick. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things that came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what your present circumstances. Page 83, Rick. Thank you. If we're going to think about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and new happiness. We will never put the past on the door. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experiences can benefit others. The feeling of usefulness and, and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in our selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away and our whole attitude and outlook on life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. And we will intuitively know how to handle situations when you baffle us. We will suddenly realize God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize and work for them. Work, work, work. All right, let's go ahead and turn to page 85, please. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We're headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle fall. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from Him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of His Spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God-conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. Page 43, please. Thank you, everyone, for coming in here today. <clears throat> Thank you, Rick. Let's go ahead and close with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working. Uh, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Rick. See you, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you.